Welcome to the Difference of 13 podcast, where we make a difference by doing it differently. Welcome to the Difference of 13. We are still terrible at these intros, but um, hopefully... One day. One day we'll get we'll right. get it. But we have a, an amazing guest with us today. Um, she has been grace, uh, graced us with her time. Yes. Uh, she's very busy. And we're out of our office. Yeah, this is actually one of our first, or maybe our second off-site, off-site. Uh, recording. So. so it's pretty exciting for us. I know. And we're actually, where we're sitting, I just kind of want to lay down and get a massage. I know. That yeah. Maybe afterwards. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but without further ado, I uh, would like to welcome our guest, uh, Laura Lancedale Ford is with us. And she is the um, co-owner or co-founder of Hands-On Health here in Cary, North Carolina. And I'm going to let her talk more about her background, how she came to where she is, because um, she'll probably do it way better than either one of us. Exactly. So, so Laura, welcome to The Difference of 13. And <laughs> why don't you, you uh, tell everybody uh, listening uh, kind of a little bit about yourself, about Hands-On Health, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. All right. Well, sounds good. I like to talk about myself, so this is good. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did I find my way into massage therapy? I was uh, out of college working with children, uh, troubled youth in the social services system, and I was extremely stressed. And somebody said, why don't you get a massage? And I was like, what's that? And that I literally had never heard of massage before in my years growing up in upstate New York. So uh, down the street from me, I set up a massage and uh, she had challenged me. She said, you're going to be very relaxed. Somebody will have to drive you home. And, well, that's the wrong thing to say to me. <laughs> so I think I was stiff as a board for that massage day. But I figured maybe I should try this more than once. And so it was an eye-opener. Just I, Everything fell together. The massage school that I went to was three blocks from my house that I originally had lived in. So it was meant to be. And when I got out of massage school, I said, whoa, that was basic training. But my background from college is... Uh, animal studies, where you study social systems in an animal world to help understand why people do what they do in their own social groups. Mm-hmm. So observing and describing behaviors and what drives somebody to feed themselves, to mm-hmm. find housing, to find a, um, a way to survive in maybe harsh environments or not harsh environments was the perfect background to be a massage therapist who runs a massage therapy company ultimately so I was like whoa this is great but the training was so basic and then I ended up connecting with some other uh, specialists in the massage therapy world that had been in the field for a while and they helped me get more of the ropes and uh, I said wow what I love about the field from a professional standpoint which I don't know if your listeners are going to be so interested in that but I'll say briefly is it is my it's my design of what I'd like to present to the world for help to help people think about how to take care of their own bodies. Mm-hmm. So it's not I'm not limited to some protocol that was stated prior. Yes, there are some basic uh, guidelines, but as far as um, not being able to use a certain technique mm-hmm. in my field, I'm I'm not limited so much in that way. So you can use your expertise, your education, your experience to do what you feel like is the most appropriate intervention for the the client in front of you at that time. Yep. So long as it relates yep. to the massage of the soft tissue, cool. we're good to go. Yep. Sounds That's kind awesome. of like why we don't take insurance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, imagine a professional doing what they think wow. is in the best interest of their doing client. It, doing it a little bit differently. It's right. a wonder why we have you on here today. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we appreciate you know, 
you're listening, whatever you're doing, if you're driving, uh, wherever you're going, uh, really want to take one second to just remind you, Terry loves two thumbs up. Yes. Um, she loves five stars wherever you're listening to us through. Uh, definitely give us some ratings. Um, and if you do have any questions as we talk more through today for Laura, specifically as it relates to massage therapy, how it potentially could help you, uh, definitely, as always, send in, you know, either post your comments, send it in to us. I will definitely make sure we get those over to Laura and she gets them back to you. So um, where I wanted to start today, though, Laura, was um, just, you know, just in case people even sort of like you in the beginning didn't know what massage therapy was. Uh, you know, what are the different, are there different types of massage therapy? Are there, is all, are all massage therapy clinics the same? Um <laughs> Uh, you know, let's start there. I hope then, not. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very, very limiting to us yeah. as humans. But yeah. uh, to help people uh, establish themselves, if they've never been to massage therapists, they might have some stereotypes in their head about what they've heard, and they're probably all completely wrong. So I will lay a foundation cool. for you, and I'll put it into two different camps, even though you could never split it out completely like this. But one reason a person goes to receive massage, most people have some sensation that they feel. Whether it's their, they feel the tightness in their neck and the shoulders, or they have eye fatigue from a long week at the computer. Mm-hmm. They feel something, and then they go, well, I've heard massage might help. Right. And that's it. That's the limit of what their knowledge is. They call up, and they dial through the, the, the old version phone book. Phone book. <laughs> I guess Google Maps now until yeah. someone answers the phone. Sounds like they're normal, and then they make the appointment. And it's in their neighborhood. Right. So that is a wonderful way to get introduced, but it's, it's also self-limiting in that when I find a person comes in with the idea of, I, my shoulder hurts, help me feel better, sure, we'll do that, that's yeah. great. Um, but when, they, when you're trying to help them understand that through a few treatments, that shoulder may not get to a place where it's, so dis, it's heading toward dysfunction. Right. <laughs> We're not liking what I'm seeing. That level of understanding from the massage therapist is not always embraced by the person who comes in the door. Mm-hmm. So for a person who just wants a mechanic, someone to fix it and mm-hmm. get on with it, mm-hmm. and they want to just get on with their life, there are places like that that provide massage. And really, that's their niche. You go in, you make the appointment as needed, and you're done until you want to have another fire put out. Mm-hmm. And then, But there are other aspects of massage therapy that can realm that can spin out in all types of wellness. So, for example, we, you and I might be discussing that interface between physical therapy and massage therapy. Do we exist on similar planes but slightly separately because insurance has dictated that? Mm-hmm. Or are there truly two different really valid professions that are nudging up against each other and mm-hmm. actually can have assist each other mm-hmm. yeah. and assist the person from being, um, help them meet their goals. Yeah, and then there's the other side of massage therapy that realms, that's more like rebooting a computer. Mm-hmm. So we have software in our bodies and it just mm-hmm. gets a little, ah! yeah. and life is gone. <laughs> we love to live in adrenaline world. Yeah. Uh, we, we, uh, you name it. And, our, we might spike our stress response multiple times in a day, driving a deadly weapon around town to get yeah. to the grocery store is one of those reasons, and we don't even know that our stress response has been triggered. Mm-hmm. So we, we're kind of the rebooters out there. And mm-hmm. You would like to go to a clinic or a, a business, a place that's peaceful and serene if that was what you needed for your week and your next couple right. of months to get right. back in to get back on track. And so people in that category 
Stress can lead to a whole host of other uh, medical conditions. Uh, one of them that we here at the Foot Clinic have studied a lot of is post-traumatic stress disorder and also complex post-traumatic stress. So one is more a continuous trigger and a continuous um, stressor out there, and the other is an event that happened one or two times. Mm -hmm. But we've studied what's happened and how can you help a person normalize again. Yeah. So there's a lot of... Uh, specialties that you may not initially recognize if you're just out there perusing the phone book. Mm -hmm. yeah. That we have classes here for the public. They're called Drop In and Discover. Mm -hmm. Sign up for a class. You give us a ten dollar donation to a cause of our one of our favorite causes, and we teach you some various way to communicate with us and yourself and to help feel better. So That's whether awesome. it's headaches, mm -hmm. headache one hundred and one is one of them. Well, I saw you have one for dogs yes we do <laughs> yeah, that's well, all, first of all, all terry was talking about on the way over here was how do i get my dog in <laughs> how do i get my dog in for that you will be seeing my snickers and i very soon that is actually one of our most popular classes everyone will gives to that precious little four-legged what we hope they will one day give to themselves <laughs> it's like so we start with okay this is petting and then this yeah. is massage and are they different well you know, that's your opinion. But four dogs get together with four, five humans, and we all have a really good time. That's awesome. And hopefully they'll stop sniffing each other and sit down. <laughs> and, and, and how we set it up is, uh, for that, we just, first of all, I set it up saying, look, this is for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever happens that's in here, jerk. the dogs it's, are in It's charge. all good. That's awesome. But we do. The first time I taught the class, somehow... It just was meant to be one showed up 20 minutes, then in 20 minutes, another one showed up. And so I had individual attention with each one, and all three had a condition. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. It's just supposed to be for fun. And cool. one had a heart condition, That's and awesome. one had a uh, anxiety mm -hmm. condition, wow. and the other one was extremely arthritic. And it was perfect that we could take the because it was two different three different ways yeah. you would awesome. address the the dog's yeah. needs so anyways and i won't yeah. I, I, i'll keep the rest but so of the if, class. if people do want to get on and, and check out those yeah you know, that's on your website i mean it's we'll be sure website. we'll be sure to put a direct link in the show notes so if yeah. you are interested as you should be if you're if you're going anywhere in human you probably have stress and <laughs> Right. You need to come see Laura and her team. Right. Um, so definitely we'll put the link in, yeah. in for those. And, and so. while the dog class was the one that caught my attention, there's lots of good ones in there that I think right. would, it would be for somebody who's not sure what massage is and whether or not it would be beneficial. Kind of a nice way to exactly to experiment a little bit. Yeah. Well, and I think and on that note, I think you know, we had been talking before of, you know, one of the goals of this podcast is to help people who are in pain or who are maybe mm -hmm. experiencing something uncomfortable I know a lot of people, the pain threshold has to be pretty high before they'll think of going to see a doctor or a physical right. therapist. But the pain threshold sometimes, you know, they say, well, I'll go to a massage therapist and see. You know, and from talking with you and Tammy and your team, uh, you know, the level of knowledge <laughs> and, and experience <laughs> here is a bit higher than other places I've yes. gone. Um, so how, how would you recommend people navigate that whole, like, Rather than just Google Maps, what's closest? Put my finger on it. They sounded normal. I'm going to go see them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what's. I can't tell you how often that happens. Um, I keep tapping yeah, the table. Like what? Uh, you know, how could we? What information or, or how would you guide somebody who says, you know what? Uh, I'm not really. I'm not ready to go to a therapist or from a, in the physical world or insurance right. world. I, I just. I heard massage help my, my friend, and I want to find somebody near me. Right. How do they make a more intelligent how they, yeah. choice? How do they of delineate where to go? Of who's good and right. who's bad? Like, <laughs> yeah. To put well, it simply, 
get started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then what a lot of times we do is we go in our interview or intake is have you had massage before? What types of massage have you had? Right. That's one way mm-hmm. to help parse out. So hopefully they've had a positive or at least somewhat positive experience the first time. And then we take it from there and so, you know, a person will say they want medical massage, but once you've interviewed them, you really truly get the answer as to what it is. And typically, is I'm looking for something, some type of relief that lasts longer than a day or an hour. Mm-hmm. So that's a healthy expectation, and that gives us a little bit more flexibility. And we parse out the the medical massage. We we in our training, we give um, in our practice. We say, okay, this a doctor's a physical re- re- referred, physical therapist referred. Or this person is on the cusp or in treatment right now. They Their goal is, uh, they have a goal. They want to see if they can meet that goal. So we kind of put you into the category right. via an interview with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how does a person make a more informed decision? Getting got engaged and involved with your therapist. Yes, we when we're giving the massage, if this is to help relax you and reboot your nervous system, talking is not always the best way to do that. So that's why sometimes we have the classes where we can have our interactions that are more appropriate. But if you're in for a shoulder injury and you just want to relax and be quiet, I'm not going to really be able to be as specific with my treatments with you because I've kind of got two competing issues going on Mm -hmm. or needs, desires going on at the same time in my first session with you. I need to first figure out what will you tolerate, not necessarily uncomfortable wise, but mm-hmm. will you tolerate lying on your side for a while as I pin and stretch muscle? Yeah. Or is that you're just going to look at me with the eyes and go, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, so I kind of have a lot to, we have a lot to figure out at that time. And then we get into some rhythm through the learning curve. So a person who's hopping around a lot and being judgmental of a one particular person of one particular practice or they're just they're just trying to learn they're trying mm-hmm. to find where they fit in in the world mm-hmm. so i think asking questions is a big one and looking at it from a point of view of we can help you with this but mm-hmm. if you say to me you do have availability i'm going to first look for availability yes we do can you tell me what you're looking for to achieve today and i've got two different therapists on the scheduler one who's got a more of a mindset that's sports-related and medical-inclined, they can do relaxation. And the other one may not be trained up and skilled up to that level. Mm-hmm. So then you'd say, well, I'd like 2 o'clock or 2.15. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, I have availability today. However, here's where your choices are. You know, so, and we yeah. can say so-and-so is available, but your goal, you may want to adjust right. your goal a little. Right. So, so, so yeah. talking, have it when you call... When you make that phone call and if somebody just says, do you have available? Yes, we have an opening at 2.15. And they don't even ask. And they don't even ask what's going on with you. Is that kind of a red flag if maybe that's not the best the clinic to is, go to? it depends. If this, so one of the really cool things that's happened, and I like to take this back to 1950s and mm-hmm. McDonald's mm-hmm. to help you. Let me yeah. start there and bring you forward. No. Way back in the 19, whenever McDonald's started, nobody went out to dinner. No one. They all mm-hmm. ate at home, and then you had TV dinners, and that was your special thing. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you ate it once a year at the fancy restaurant. Well, McDonald's showed up, and people are eating in their car, and they're eating out yeah. a lot. It's not necessarily the best burger in the world. It's the experience, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when massage 
finally found its ground professionally, which it's still doing. It's still in its growth stages. We're very conflicted in our field in some ways that none of us need to discuss on this podcast, but we really still don't know what we are yet. Mm-hmm. But what happened is we needed to get lay a foundation so that enough people could get massage in enough places all around the United States to make it a profession that it's an industry that people look to, 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 it's not a hit and miss. Right. right. So that's what franchises have done for us. They laid that foundation. I'm not saying that you only get a burger. Mm-hmm. You might get a fancy steak. It right. does depend. But the franchises have allowed enough people to, to know that they can get some started in their right. field when they get out of school. The schools can get themselves established all over the U.S. And people can get a basic massage. And actually, even with research, arthritis research, it doesn't have to be the most fancy massage and the most special mm-hmm. technique. Actually, the person just has to get massaged through mm-hmm. the Swedish technique to be able to gain circulation necessary for the body to start picking up what's needed for the heal so for the, the to reduce the sensation of pain. Mm-hmm. So out when you, you pick up that phone and someone says, Yes, I have availability, what are you calling? If you're calling a franchise, that's what they're there for. They're your right. neighborhood massage therapist. So you're going to get, and then don't get too excited about the same person that you're going to see. First of all, our field in massage therapy alone, even if I specialized, I'm out in five years. 75%, I think it is, if not getting higher, because the pay is kind of not so great, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of reasons. It's a, it's a little mechanically difficult on the, on the body. Uh, so if five years is the turnover rate, so find a group you really like. Mm-hmm. Find the people that are running the group okay. Right. Yeah. Find a few people that work in that practice, work well for you, and learn how to talk with the therapist to make sure when mm-hmm. it's time to shift to new therapist, it's you feel okay and you don't feel pressured to yeah. do things. Yeah. So that's one way to look at massage therapy. So that's a lifestyle way to look at it. And that is great. Now, if you had a specific need, like you had mentioned something like someone you know with Ehlers-Danlos? Well, I have Ehlers-Danlos. Um, you're going to want to find out from the person what they know. Are they available? And what is our session going to be like? And then with the massage therapist's training, don't make assumptions is what I say to the therapist. Ask open questions. Mm-hmm. Get clarity from that person and get a plan of care for that session and perhaps a few more if that's indicated. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so simple. Of course I would. But really, there's a lot of unspoken, we, in at least in America, we speak a lot in nuance. Mm-hmm. We speak in back talk. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what those yeah. particular words are. Yeah. But So we're looking for the intent behind the person, what their hope and goals are. Yeah. Uh, not just to please them that minute, but to help them see a longer vision, yeah. if that makes sense. So, yeah, it sounds very similar to how we, when we talk about how to pick the right doctor or the right mm-hmm. physical therapist it all starts i think with that first phone call i think that's yeah. from a business perspective on our end and your end and then also and it sounds like you have a very similar philosophy that we do and that you want that client to ask questions and i think for the you know if you're listening to this and you're thinking about approaching you know massage therapy you need to ask questions of you know what's my experience going to look like what is the therapist that you're putting me with what are their you know what are their interests what are their expertise and talk about you and what your need is uh, and say, hey, I have a, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> who do you have that's really good with shoulders or who has a lot of experience in that realm? Or, right. um, and I think, it, I think to your point, if they just 
say, okay, 215, done, go. <laughs> right. And, and, you, and they don't allow you to ask any questions. That's probably not the place you want to go if you're really looking for a true therapeutic and out, good outcome. Right. If you're um, just going for, I want to relax for right. an hour, then okay, then maybe that's fine. Right. But, but I think if you have a specific need, and I think this is where we can maybe get, jump into how, you know, if you're going to use potentially use massage therapy with physical therapy or with other medical um, mm-hmm. you know, professions, um, it, there needs to be an integration. And then the massage therapist needs to be able to understand what else is going on with your life exactly. in order to allow um, them to be the most effective. So you started to mention a little bit, Laura, the like um, when you'd have that first session, like they if they just clam up, they have shoulder pain, they just sit there and just kind of don't give you anything. It makes your job harder. <laughs> so, so if somebody's coming in to see you and they're and they want to get better, or they have a goal. And what are like maybe like the top three things that make your job easier as the therapist, or like what what would be like your first visit tips you could give to somebody? Be patient yeah. with that for those first five minutes or yeah. ten minutes of that interview. Yeah. Uh, we are picking up a lot of key. Um, Factors that will just hone in and get to exactly where you want to get to. Right. If you'll just help me build out an understanding of your goals and your mm-hmm. what's in your head. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Is she gonna, you know, be a horrible therapist? You just let me know. Be yeah. honest. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it really that's that's a big one. Um, you don't have to know exactly what you want. I think a lot of people don't make the phone call. I talk to so many people like, oh, I keep meaning to go to a massage. I'm like, because they haven't quite decided. Our field, think of massage as a huge umbrella. It has to do with touch. Touch. Mm-hmm. I, mean, right. I can touch you from a distance, and yeah. there's still some kind of a connection that helps you relax, mm-hmm. right? So it is huge. And then you can hone down all the way to really specific cross tendon work and and where the what I call the spaghetti junction of the shoulder yeah. mm-hmm. is, and I'm detailing finely detail dealing and using um, some really precise techniques on that. So we have our conversation, we figure it out, and then a few sessions into the work, you you two have a rhythm, yeah. and you know if it if it's meeting what you need. Right. Another thing I might say is open up when you're not feeling like your needs are met. So we have a maybe almost great connection. Mm-hmm. The therapy's going great. You've been coming about every couple of weeks. Um, you've seen the plateau in your improvements. Uh, you're functional. You're able to sit at your desk a little bit longer. But you're not able to really rotate that neck any better. Or at least it's still there. Right. Mm-hmm. You can Don't just come in and say, it's still there. And say, yeah. how is there anything else that we can do or try differently that might uh, affect this experience? So right. what you've just done as the client patient is opened up to wanting to be educated as to why your joint is doing what it's doing Mm -hmm. so oh that's an open that's a fantastic opener yeah so we can discuss that you can maybe even discuss going on for a pt evaluation if necessary to see what really truly is functionally going on or at least we can talk about some lifestyle things that affect so definitely helpful for you as the massage therapist if they're giving you kind of objective feedback yes like hey when I started, I couldn't sit for more than 10 minutes. I can sit for 30, but to do my job, I need to sit for 60. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, and then we're trying to, you know, tease that out in, okay. our, in our questioning cool. of you. So it sounds like if we kind of just rephrase it a little mm-hmm. bit, it's when that first phone call, tell them about what's going on with you. Uh, you know, kind of demand them from them a little bit of an interview. If they don't interview you, that could be a red flag right off the bat. 
But so look for a place that starts asking you questions about your situation. Ask about the therapist you're going to see and make sure, you know, try to, you know, right. these days online, go to the website and research, <laughs> you know, the therapist, <laughs> most of their qualifications are going to be there, especially in practice like Actually, yours. Actually, they must be there by yeah. law. Okay. It, there that, we go. Oh, Perfect. Can I just, good to know. Yeah. I won't go oh, yeah. into my special interest. Yeah. <laughs> good Lord, that's a negative place. But let me just tell you, yeah. if a place doesn't have license numbers and the name of the therapist written on their website, they're breaking the law. That's wow. Huge I did not know that. And yeah. to match up, whether, I could just make up a name and say they have and make up a number. Right. The Board of Massage and Bodywork Therapy, bmbt.org. It couldn't be any easier in North Carolina. <laughs> All right, that will be in the show notes. Bmbt.org can verify that I truly have a license if I have any sanctions on file. And there, it's a wonderful resource to do that. But just at least on the website and the other um, avenues of social media, it's got to lead you back to the list of the therapists, their full names, and their their license number. That's they don't give you a full name. They better give you a license number. You can find right. out their full name by going to the site. Anyways, that's a verification tool to make sure that because awesome. there's a lot of illegal touch that's happening all oh. over the U.S. Yeah, that's, that's good, good to and, know. And the general public is getting that illegal touch, too. Yeah. So. yeah. So just to make sure that you're actually getting somebody who's skilled, because yeah. the idea of getting injured by somebody who's pretending to do what we're skilled to do right. might be a very unappealing if you do yeah. actually well, get I think injured. You're so proud of like, research the business, right? Yeah. <laughs> make sure that yeah. they're in, I guess, do you guys do, like if somebody wants to come in and just chat to get a feel for the sure. office? and Actually, yeah. we, one of our drop-in and discoverers, again, another one is, <laughs> is chair massage. So, oh, there you go. Some yeah. people will do it around the holidays or we'll do it around where, with veterans. or And a lot of times they're here. Yes, they're here for a few minutes to receive the chair massage, but it's a great time to bring a friend, a family member in, mm-hmm. and, or to ask questions and sniff out the place yeah. if they like it. Get a feel yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's awesome. These people great. <laughs> and most, most massage therapists have big hearts and they want to set up in a wonderful uh, soothing environment for yeah. you mm-hmm. or a awesome. welcoming environment cool. now what about um, we had we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago about um, like knowing when is it time to have surgery um, so where you know I, I believe massage therapy definitely has a huge role in a lot of that conservative lead up to if eventually somebody does need surgery how would you educate somebody you know well, we can stick with the shoulder. That's been the theme today. The shoulder's hurting. <laughs> you know, do I need shoulder surgery? Um, you know, where in the process would a massage therapist come in as a potential asset to their recovery? Okay. So if somebody comes to me and says, I've had shoulder pain and I haven't been able to move my arm for three months. And mm-hmm. First thing I'm going to ask is, have you been evaluated for this issue? Yeah. And, and are you numb? Have you had numbness for a period of time? Yeah. Give me the describe your symptoms yeah. to me, and the, I'm going to emphasize that if they are that dysfunctional, they've got to use the medical resources that are out there, and mm-hmm. people are highly skilled and trained <laughs> yeah. to actually try to help you. Right. So make that phone call to the doctor, to the physical therapist, to get properly evaluated for something that can yes, it can heal. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. you go to a PT or yeah. to a doctor doesn't mean you're doomed. You're not right. doomed to surgery. Right. What we're getting is an answer as to what's happening in there. How much dysfunction or dis-ease is there? Is yeah. it just the muscular system because you're arthritic mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. muscles are over over um, metabolizing and yeah. you're just like, I'm tender and I can't yeah. move because I'm tender? Okay, we can help with that. But if you're in a place where you're stabilizing 
to protect a joint that's damaged, uh-huh. we've got to first figure out which is the best approach to use with you. Yeah. Massage might give you temporary relief, but immediately the person might tighten right back up again because that's what needs to happen to stabilize <laughs> yeah. the joint. Yeah. Does that mean that massage is bad for it? Not necessarily. It just you, your expectations need to be in alignment with reality. Uh-huh. So what massage is helpful for during that time that a person is splinting is to keep blood flow moving through there, keep the nervous system from freaking out and sending messages of pain elsewhere, Mm -hmm. and just calming and soothing you and helping you with anxiety levels. It's not about deep tissue and going in there with a toolbar and tearing it apart. It's It's a different approach. So if a person has not gone through, at least gotten some evaluation, some uh, level of care, that's my first thing to okay. say. We are going to be extremely conservative here until right. you do. So Okay, so let's say that they come in, that recommendation is given. They go to, let's say they, let's say they come see me at par for success. And, they mm-hmm. say, and we say, you know what, based on all the testing, doesn't seem like anything's torn. You got a bad case of, <laughs> maybe it's, it looks similar, maybe it's a frozen shoulder, maybe it's just a... The tissue's locked up, you know, whatever. It's We're going to attempt to treat it conservatively. We're not concerned about something catastrophic at this point. Where, how do, you know, how do you and I work together at that point um, in terms of we've gotten the confirmation that shoulder's not going to fall off. <laughs> definitely, right. de- and then nerves definitely, aren't destroyed. Right. It's, it is okay to touch and, and, and utilize massage therapy as an asset in their recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be the best way to, to do that? All right. So in that scenario, um, I like to think of it this way. I like to put somebody at the head of the table for the team. So if you've got a physical therapist, the PT, in my opinion, they, hey, I like to give them all the responsibility. <laughs> so, hey, and just, Thanks, I guess. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. Hey, have you come to our meet and greet for yeah. all healthcare providers where we actually have discussions with each other and get to know each other really well? <laughs> if awesome. I don't, if I know you, great. Yeah. That's a wonderful relationship. But if I don't, uh, we sometimes pass notes to mm-hmm. the clients or yeah. send an email and just, uh, hey, I'm on the team. I'm not going to interfere with what you're doing. Right. You know, some kind of... I'm there. Tell me what to do. Right. Happy to. Okay. You know, and if a PT says don't get massage right now, I may disagree with them because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a different method I could use. Right. That's more lymphatic drainage. Mm-hmm. But I get what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Don't go where somebody's going to be super aggressive with this. Right. And I say to the client, that's okay. We can massage your feet in the meantime. Right. Or mm-hmm. you can take a break because it's a lot of time in the PT's office at yeah. this mm-hmm. moment. So what would be ways that if they do have a therapist as skilled as, as you and your team here, what would be other ways? You mentioned you know, massage for lymph drainage, or you know, what are some other than your kind of like traditional franchise massage therapist that when I'm as the PT, right? That's what I may be worried about. <laughs> Isn't somebody you know, a new grad out who maybe doesn't know what's going on? Right. But let's say we have a you know, you're you're on board as the experienced massage therapist, and we say, yeah, you know what, that would be great to utilize them as as an additional asset to speed up the recovery. Right. Um, you know what what sort of stuff you know. How, how could you help somebody? All right. From the conservative then, mm-hmm. if there is the, um, an unknown injury or whatnot, can they move the muscle themselves? Can they move the joint themselves? Mm-hmm. All right. Then we're, we're good to do some helpful passive movements. If not, we don't. Yeah. So we leave things alone as in the person places themselves to the yeah. table and we uh, do the soft tissue work. So that's one. And then when you're looking for, I really need Laura to get to the anterior tubercles of the upper cervical spine and you're not really translating very well you've got lateral tilt that's really messed up and you're not rotating to the left at all and i'd like someone to look at the upper cervical complex Mm -hmm. right well you could say that to the clients probably not 
But to the therapist, when you meet them, can they talk that language? Yes, I've had neuromuscular therapy. Mm-hmm. We specifically studied the anterior neck from the upper cervical complex, right. and I can do some active passive work with this person to help with range of motion and rotation. Note to the listeners, if your massage therapist can say all that and not <laughs> slip over words, she's pretty she's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because I pretty much didn't understand any of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows what I'm talking about. So yeah, so the goals of those and yes, and again, we're, we were supposed to be talking about shoulder, so I flipped off to the neck because that's one of my yeah. fun places. Yeah. But the shoulder is, if the shoulder's dysfunctional, your neck is struggling really. It's your head, your neck positioning that the yeah, computer is off. Yeah. So I I was just working with a woman today that actually said, hey, I've got this podcast. I'm going to grill him a little bit. Maybe you could go meet him. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a combination, which I really like, of uh, the gym yeah. and the physical therapy so you could cross talk mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. I said, I think she's a she's a CrossFit, yeah, and I think she's a little enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And I As many believe of them are. <laughs> I her joints aren't taking it too well. The muscles are really into a tight yeah. state. So her thoracic spine is is hyperkyphotic, and I'm struggling with. I know I'm supposed to go in there and treat that serratus anterior, mm-hmm. but I kind of have this pity party for her. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I know that it's not going to also solve it directly. There's right. a lot more dysfunction than just a simple couple massages of deep tissue will do. Right. So I really need some help with yeah. somebody helping her choose different movements in her. She actually was injured in her lumbar for at the gym as well. So I think there's some some things that where you and I could just, just yeah. kind of like, figure it out tag team tag team i'd love to have you say all right laura target this if she'll let you and if she doesn't i want that mid thoracic to really start moving and i'll encourage her to use tennis balls on you know well i think that's i think that's an important dialogue that needs to occur between healthcare providers and i think um you know if you're out there and you have discomfort and you're looking for whoever you're looking for in the massage world the therapy world the doctor world there needs to, you want that person or that professional who's willing to crosstalk, who's willing to have those conversations, who can put the ego aside and say, right. um, you know, I always view the table as a round table and nobody's yeah. necessarily at the top. Right. <laughs> um, that way I can, sh- I can share the blame. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I think that's when you're, you know, when you make that first phone call uh, and let's say that first phone call goes well, I think then in that first visit, then you're interviewing that therapist, getting a sense of their personality, their their education level, if they mm-hmm. start spewing out cervical, anterior, then mm-hmm. they probably know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Again, um, if you have an injury and you're looking for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then I think also, you know, saying, you know, hey, what do you think about, I get people that ask me all the time, what do you think if I go see my Cairo? I actually had a guy send me an email yesterday. Yeah. He said, uh, what do you think if I go see my Cairo? And I said to him, well, I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think it's going to hurt you. And I said, you know, you've, your pain has gone down more than double. It's cut in half in five days doing what you're doing currently with me will it help i don't really know i said will, will, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, will it hurt probably not so there's probably no risk but you know, i don't really know the, the reward but i'm more than happy if you want to go see him that's fine like let me know i'll chat with them and i think that's the sort of relationship where you're not afraid of somebody stealing your client it's right it's truly working together as a team and there's going to be times where I, if I don't need to see them as the therapist, they're actually better suited for massage to see the massage therapist and they can do more things, um, you know, just from a skill set level, from an education mm-hmm. level, you're set up, you know, office is very different than mine where there may be weights dropping on the ground and you're not going to get very <laughs> relaxed if that's yeah. what you need. <laughs> um, not relaxing. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's definitely, you know, 
hopefully if nothing else from from this this podcast that people yeah. get there is the interview process, how to pick the right place for you, mm-hmm. and then you know understand the difference of hopefully picking up on some cues of of a, a good massage therapist versus maybe somebody who maybe you want to look try someone else next time. <laughs> do or, a more or, or split it up this way: Are they good mechanically, but they can't describe what they're doing? Okay, right. they might be great for that massage mm-hmm. at the right. last minute, or they're really fitting into a niche really well. Correct. You know, you don't have to reject them because mm-hmm. there's not enough of us out there. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but. but Again, it's just really if you have a a problem to solve and you're really goal oriented, mm-hmm. hopefully that person's skill set can match that. Mm-hmm. And we do offer continuing education for to massage therapists for massage therapy that helps a person step to those levels if that's a niche that they want that's to follow. Awesome. And uh, do we have that information on your website as well too? Not really. It's a it's bodyworktherapyseminars.com. Okay, we'll make sure we put that link in there too. Yeah. If you are a massage therapist, maybe. We do have a lot of um, like students, uh, mm-hmm. trainers, and whatnot that may be interested in going to massage school. So that potentially be a good resource for them as well, too. It's right? great for uh, personal trainers. Maybe there's some stuff that they would learn in here they couldn't use in their practice. But uh, yeah. assistance, um, physical, physical therapy, therapy assistance, not aids, but the assistance, mm-hmm. really great. Yeah. Talk about someone who's a headache. Like, yeah. I had someone who was a she worked with us for several years, learned all the neuromuscular therapy, and she wrote me a letter after being a P, um, going off to PT what is school. it PTA school? Yeah. And she's like, "Thank you for having the combination. Yeah. They send me all the headache people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are certain awesome. things that the massage is going to be yeah. uh, getting into those the upper trap and all is mm-hmm. going to be the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that is a wonderful combination. That's awesome. yeah. I've had PTs in the practice that want to learn more of the manual skill, mm-hmm. how much they can use. There's a limit in, yeah. in mm-hmm. coding unless it's fee for service like we do. If you're yeah. fee for service as a PT, your world is open to you to doing what yep. you feel is necessary within your scope. But if it's if it's insurance driven, you those PT Handcuffs can around. only touch, yeah. <laughs> yeah they can only do so much right right and yeah. I would love for a moment if we have time to talk yeah. a little bit about that yeah. because yes. I get this question and you're welcome to ask it too yeah do you take insurance mm-hmm. I say well the first thing I want to say I can't say is no insurance does not take us. Yeah. So it's not that I wouldn't love to help save you and help you towards your deductible. That's mm. not the point. The point is that from a hundred and some odd years ago, uh, when we were developing Western medicine, massage stepped off away from Western medicine because it was going very linear. It was incredible what was happening. And PTs came out of World War One, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your, your whole field came out of that. You could really hone in and specifically help somebody who's limited basically blow up, <laughs> yeah. right? and to help them rehab and get back toward a healthy life again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so massage in nur- everything was nursing and nursing was palliative care. So if you need, if you had a fever, you cooled the fever. Right. If you uh, needed someone to get a sip of water, sip of water, it was really what they could do. There wasn't a lot besides helping someone heal from leeches. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> medicine was very rudimentary. Yeah. Uh, but when we turned that century and you had um um, antibiotics and surgery, and you could get be put to sleep mm-hmm. for surgery. Right. Oh my, that was incredible. Western wise, but everything became pigeonholed. Right. Massage therapy said no pigeonholing. Yeah. They stuck more with the osteopathic model of whole healing happens from within. We're just going to assist. Right. So massage said no. We're going to go this way. You guys have fun. Yeah. And 
what happened to PTs. PTs said, again, we came both from nursing. Yep. PTs said, well, we'll be different from massage. Mm-hmm. We're going to do things through mechanical understanding how you function right. and through all these great tool things that you guys yeah, have. Right. <laughs> and we won't touch the body. Yeah. So protocols were written without touch. Right. And they've been in those medical books, mm-hmm. or physical therapy books, yeah. for 100 plus years. Yeah. Until that changes, if it, and science has to prove that massage is worth it to change yeah. it, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. And I would, stop, I would say to people, stop the wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. change the medical protocol and yeah. we're good yeah because i think we win if we have both mm-hmm. we certainly don't win if it's just us guessing mm-hmm. all over the place oh i'm just gonna rub your knee and you're gonna feel better yeah. right okay yeah <laughs> or how about we have these precise methods and here's some insurance to help you because it's going to take a lot of crazy education for us to be able to help you get yeah. to whatever it is right. you need to heal right. And then they're supplemental to keep you from getting to those places in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's well care and soft tissue care. Yeah. So that's another way to think about, do we take insurance? No, we do not. No, they don't. Us, yes, to some degree, you can get reimbursed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I would say, have more of an open mindset to, well, okay, it's a piece of a pie that's been taken out a hundred some odd years ago. Mm-hmm. Do I have to live that way? Yeah. No, if massage improves blood flow and massage reduces sensations of pain and that sensation of pain is what's stopping me from doing the work my PT wants me to do to yeah. improve, hmm, it's pretty logical that I might want to start either learning massage mm-hmm. or receiving massage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another thing I encourage people just to stop and think about is I can't afford massage. Really? You may not afford me. You might not be able to afford me weekly or as many times as I think you need. Mm -hmm. Heck, I could tell you come every hour of the day. (laughs) But massage is free if you learn how to do it yourself. Now, do you want to be contorted in all crazy positions and hurting your joint while you're trying to help another one? No, there's a place for us as mechanics touching the body and helping Mm -hmm. you feel better. But there's also, you can take classes and learn how to do some of this. It's, it's magic to some degree, yeah. but there's a good portion of it that you can do yeah. in self. Well, and I think you know, to kind of follow up with what you're saying is there are so many injuries. You know, we have a gym and yeah. there's so many injuries and aches and pains that people get where they don't need physical therapy. It's a, it's, let me teach you how to do some tissue release on your own. Or like that's, to me, that's, you know, I, I like in like a, like strength and conditioning coaches to me in the gym are the are in the, are the front lines of defense to injury. To like you know to you know oh use the ball and you know, they can't put their hands on anybody, um, but you know hey use this ball let me show you how to try to release that. Right. And to me the next logical progression is not the PT. It's hey I got this great massage therapist who that ball's not getting it. I think you know go go check right. out see what they can do see if they can help you because and I in physical therapy the profession. Like you hit it on the nose. One of our biggest problems, or my biggest issues with it, is particularly in an insurance-based model, people don't put their hands on people. And if you, the tissue's not healthy, I don't care how great of a program you give somebody, if the tissue's not ready to respond physiologically to the stresses you're going to put on it, like it doesn't matter. Like the program, mm-hmm. the program sucks. Like, like yeah. I can, I could give you five million dollars worth of materials to build the greatest house in the world, but if your plot is quicksand. You ain't gonna have a house, and you ain't gonna have five million dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and it's the same the thing from an exercise program. I think you know, in the medical model, you know, PTs were the exercise experts, quote unquote. 
But if we don't get the tissue healthy in the first place, exactly, then your exercise program sucks. I don't care how great your program is. If you didn't take care of the tissue to set that up and that person mm-hmm. up to be successful, right. then you you lose. And I think with the medical model, you know, if you're in a cash-based PT practice and you know, we can take a full hour with you and put hands on, then great. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is most places around the country are not in that model. And your therapist is going to spend maybe eight minutes with their hands on you because that's probably the lowest reimbursed code. And they're going to put you on the machines and the other crap, in my opinion, um, to because that makes you know $300 a visit for your 50 right. minutes that you spent with the aid. Um, and that, to me, is there's a huge void that needs to be filled and that massage therapists fill with your skill set, with your knowledge, particularly as the consumer, if you go through that interview process, you find the, the good therapist who knows what they're doing. Um, I think there's a huge opportunity for your profession. I think it's uh, a void that needs to be filled and should be filled. And I think there's yeah. a huge opportunity. Like we were talking about that round table. The massage therapist needs to be at that table mm-hmm. in, in many Definitely. cases. Um, and I think you know, as the consumer out there, it's your body. You need to take control of that. It's <laughs> decide who's going to put their hands on you. Decide if you're seeing somebody and they're not doing it. Maybe the massage therapist you're seeing is not very good, and you want need then go make a change. Look for somebody else. Maybe the PT you're seeing stinks, and they're not putting right. their hands on you. Then maybe bring in the massage therapist to fill that void. I think there's lots of great opportunities, um, you know, for your profession here. And I can't thank you enough for the. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge bombs you just dropped on yes. our listeners. Uh, um, so it, let's um, like to wrap up with kind of hands-on health. How can they people find you? Um, how all can right. they come work with you? And we'll put all the information here, you know, in the show notes. But what's the best way people can connect with you guys? Uh, just to say real quick, hands-on health is a group practice. There's typically about 15 therapists, uh, not at one time, yeah. but that that you can meet and have get your their hands on you. Yeah. Uh, so it is, if it were me only, I probably wouldn't have agreed to have this podcast. Yeah. I'm representing the entire group. And yeah. I've had incredible therapists that I'm very proud of. Yes, there are some that are still up and coming and mm-hmm. that we feel they can make it here. We're just doing some upskilling for them. Yeah. You may want to ask to make sure well, the that The Patriots still drafted Tom Brady when to he was them. up and coming right. and that paid off pretty well for and them. And they deserve to actually get a paycheck <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we can we can help you at the front desk when you call and to, yeah. to get the the therapy that you need yeah. to but, start and you guys right. do but you guys have mentoring you do education we have mentoring, and i think education. that's the difference between right. your, this is why i wanted mm-hmm. to have you guys on is because it's such a difference of your practice compared to a lot of other places of you're grooming really quality professionals um and that's that's right. that's a very different uh, atmosphere so well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we have those divisions of the company, yeah. one being the education side of it and the other being therapeutic practice where clients can come and receive yeah. um, high upskilled therapists. Definitely. Yeah, so they, the question you had asked me is how do they reach out to yeah, us? Yeah, how do they connect with you? How do they uh, work with you? You can go to our website, handsonhealthnc.com, and we have a team page, Meet Our Team. You can read about the different therapists and what uh, get a sense of them. Our front desk, uh, Anna and Sam and Kyler, they all can answer some questions and then lead to um, talking to one of the therapists if they need more assistance. But they, they're pretty uh, tra- well trained on how to help you find the therapist that's a good, best, best match for you. Perfect. And come on in, ex- uh, have your expectations that you'll receive uh, a, a, a good session yeah. <laughs> and you know, 
bring me a body part. <laughs> no, we can do the full body as well here. Yeah. And, and oftentimes, just to make sure that people realize that the, one of the very differences of PT is you guys have to be narrowed to where the injury and the if you can prove something else causes it, yes. But we can work on some cross um, the areas of body where one, like let's say the left hip is really aggravating the right shoulder. Mm-hmm. We may or may not be able to identify and prove that. But mm-hmm. being that we did the left hip and the right shoulder, we're mm-hmm. going to be helping suit that, that, yeah. that negative conversation that's going on with the body. Yeah. So just get to come on in, get to know us, take a class. If you'd like to book a session, um, I do recommend that you... Just give us a phone call and we'll yeah. help you get in. Awesome. And are you guys on, uh, on social at all? Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. So what, uh, <laughs> how can they find you there? <laughs> hands-on health, massage therapy, and wellness. Or I bet if you start typing in hands-on health, you'll find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. On uh, Instagram, it is my nemesis. <laughs> we are just getting started with Instagram. So hands-on health NC, I believe it's it's. Okay. Um, on Twitter, okay. Hands on Health NC. Okay, cool. Well, we awesome. will make sure to put all those handles in there as well, too. Yeah, we're starting a video series, too. So there's very... Uh, the therapists that are interested in joining our practice, many of them are engaged in the intellectual side, and they want to engage with you. So I have one therapist, Tom Maxson, who's just started some video series that I'm really Perfect. excited about, and I'll share that with you for your blog. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll nice. be sure to, to re- share yeah. those and uh, repost them, too. So yeah. Anything else, Terry, that you can think of today? Um, I don't so much information. That Uh-oh. has been fantastic. <laughs> I think no. we just need to make sure you get the date for you and Snickers. Yes, uh, yes. Before we leave, we'll get Me, that. Yeah. yeah. Get us all signed up. Yeah. Oh, she's already got it queued up for you. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, this, this is awesome. this has been fantastic. As somebody who has a chronic illness, I have used massage in the past, and it is very helpful. And to me, that the therapist needs to be part of the team because with a chronic illness you tend to have a big team so finding that right therapist who works well with you is so important i think bringing i think we may have you guys on again to talk ehlers danlos yes and uh, definitely the benefit of that so um be on the lookout for that episode uh assuming they agree i'm putting her on the spot right now so Yeah. No, you're doing great. Good. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you for listening wherever you are. Hopefully you got there and uh, all the information didn't cause you to go comatose. Um, <laughs> we are, you know, hopefully you've really learned and taken away today that there are a lot of different ways to approach your health, a lot of ways to take care of yourself. And hopefully we've given you a little bit of a screening mechanism uh, to, you know, find the right massage therapist for you. Um, you know, in our opinion, hands-on health, one of the better practices, if not the best practice in the, in the triangle area. So definitely come on and check them out. Um, they're doing things differently and, uh, and we're we proud to have them as, uh, as well, partners thanks. in our area. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for having, having us over today, Laura. Thanks for being on the podcast and, uh, we will catch you all on the flip side. Bye.